Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty Podcast. I'm Ken Reichman. On today's show, we are continuing our Four Questions Four series, welcoming in Paul Chavone, the Global Head of Alternative Risk Transfer, to discuss some of the intricacies of the program space. If you missed the first edition of our Four Questions Four series with Vinko Markovina, check that out after you finish this episode for more programs talk. Paul Chavone is the Global Head of ART here at AGCS, and Paul, the program space in North America is growing rapidly, right? How do you see that space developing on a global scale? Programs, I think, will continue across the board, whether it's in the United States or Canada or Latin America. It will continue to grow. It's the uh, direction of that mid-market space within insurance just generally. So it's not uh, necessarily linked to North America, but it's uh, certainly on on a global scale. You can see how programs are picking up, whether it's liability, financial lines, whether it's uh, alternative risk capital. Programs uh, are definitely here to stay. Why is that? How do they enhance somebody's experience in the insurance space? Programs really began because uh, most, when you get into that middle market space, things tend to be commoditized. And since they get commoditized, you have to look at the cost of capital, you have to look at the efficiencies around uh, providing solutions to customers, and the program's method of providing insurance seems to be the easiest method and uh, the most efficient for the insurer to uh, deliver product and deliver expertise and deliver services to the customers. In your experience with clients who have worked with programs, I'm not sure if you have any, but in that experience, have they been helped by mostly the carrier or is it the MGA, MGU who has maybe delivered that for them? I think it's a, it's a both. So if you partner with a very good MGA or MGU, then you know that they're going to deliver a very good product and a very good service to the customer. But clearly the insurer plays an integral part in making sure that the MGA and MGU has the right product, has the right thought process, has the right service, and is providing in a holistic way all of the, uh, the products and services that a customer needs. So I think it's a blend between the two. So last year you were appointed uh, head of ART. Tell me a little bit about what ART can do um, and what benefits you might see for that MGA, MGU community. Sure. The biggest, I think, benefit, and it links in exactly what ART can do, is certainly in the um, ILM or ILS space. And what are those? So uh, insurance link solutions. So you're looking at uh, cat bonds, cyber bonds. So it's an alternative capital market. So usually it's pension funds, very large institutional investors. And uh, insurance companies would bring the risks in and then use an MGA or MGU then to go out on the back end uh, to funnel out some of the cat risks that uh, the alternative markets may look at. But insurance companies may say, look, that risk doesn't fit my, my particular um, risk appetite or the return on capital or the return on equity is not sufficient. So you hand that off to the, uh, the alternative capital markets. That then allows the insurer to then offer maybe a broader range of products or, or higher limits mm-hmm. or more services because you have this combination with the MGA and the MGU. ART is working very closely with some significant MGAs and MGUs in the ILM, ILS space. So I think there is a very strong link with what ART can bring to customers. And it's not necessarily the mid-market customers. It can also be very large customers. But using the MGA and MGU uh, way of uh, channeling or funneling that third-party risk out the back door while we can uh, then offer uh, a broader risk in the front end. 
So technology, obviously, as we've talked about and as you've talked about for the last however many years, and how is technology going to set the standard, going to be a game changer for an MGA, MGU? And can they keep up with sure. the technological advances of the industry? Right. I would say they, they will, and the reason being is MGAs, MGUs are quite nimble, so they can move much quicker mm -hmm. than a big, big company like an Allianz. So partnering with those MGAs, MGUs now, who have already thought out the technology, have the capital for the technology, and are trying to stay a step ahead, that's the key for us. We have to find the right partner, otherwise you can find someone that says, hey, I did a very good job, and then they kind of left it. Right. And then in two, three years, they're out of date, they're obsolete. What would you give as your tips, right, your tips for finding that best partner? How do you ensure you get your MGA, MGU, the one that you're looking for? I make sure that we're looking at someone that's been around, maybe not in that particular MGA, MGU, but they've started other MGAs, MGU, not a complete startup from scratch. They have a history in working in a particular area, they have a track record, they've been successful in the past, and therefore now they're starting with a new MGA, MGU, and someone that has a clear vision of where they want to go um, and someone that is looking at an industry not in the rearview mirror but looking forward saying this is where the industry is but in five or six years or ten years the industry is going to be here and we're going to start uh, channeling all of our energy to be prepared for what's going to happen in five to ten years and if I could ask you that question just to finish it off where, where do you see it in five ten years I think you're going to constantly have speed of service and you're going to have more and more uh, large companies integrating with smaller companies that have all the technology. The problem with the insurance industry, they're 20 years behind of where we need to be. Yeah. You know, at least the if you look at the banking industry, that's where the insurance company, insurance industry needs to be, but we've just missed the boat on it. So what I think you will see is large companies eating up the smaller companies that have the technology, then using that as their base and then moving forward. I know I said last question, but I lied. Can the insurance companies get to be that flexible, that they nimble, like MGAs? Need to be. If, they, if they do not, they will become dinosaurs. So right. it's, it's, it's really self-preservation. They must do it. All right, we'll leave it at that. A big thanks to Paul Chavone for joining us on the podcast. If you have any follow-up questions for Paul or just want to suggest a question for our next guest, feel free to contact us via email at agcscommunication at agcs.allianz.com, on Twitter at agcs underscore insurance, or even on LinkedIn at Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. The more folks who do, the easier it is for other people to find the show. And I can't stress that enough. Don't forget to stay tuned for more Four Questions for and other really interesting shows that we have planned for you in the future here on the AGCS podcast. So again, a big thanks to Paul and for all of us here at AGCS. I'm Ken Reichman, and we will see you next time. <laughs>